Good afternoon, everyone. It's Ali Quorum and Justin Nielsen here with a look at the action for Monday, December 4th in the stock market, where we saw the NASDAQ, S&P 500, and Dow close off session lows and the Russell 2000 with a strong finish to the day, Justin. Yeah, so uh, there's some interesting things going on here, uh, possibly some rotation. We'll get into that. And also a few stocks that are looking interesting. Uber, which is extended, but we'll talk about some news there. Uh, Booz Allen Hamilton and also Top Build. Great. We'll get to those three stocks, but first let's take a look at the major indexes. The NASDAQ today down eight tenths of a percent by sessions closed. The S&P 500 off by a half a percent. The Dow down just one tenth of a percent and taking the lead today was the Russell 2000 up almost one percent by the end of the day. So looking at the NASDAQ here, you can see how we did finish off lows for the day. Of course, still a down day, but we're holding above 14,000 and that 21 day line still. Yeah, both great lines on the sand to be holding above. And look, it's not the end of the world if we come below those a little bit. But uh, I certainly would like, uh, it, it, it tells me that there's a stronger market if it can hold above those, uh, that this pause is not very serious. Um, so yeah, I, I like the fact that it's getting support there. But uh, certainly, I think the story here is the Russell 2000. I mean, Absolutely. after its huge move, almost 3% on Friday to continue going up with uh, you know another one percent gain today, and again we're seeing a lot of the mega caps taking a break. Yeah. We were talking about this on IBD Live, Ali, where uh, Microsoft, Meta, um, actually, if you look at FNGS, that's exactly what you brought up. Uh, you know, that's looking like it's just kind of pulling back a little bit, not in a disastrous way, but uh, you've got a lot of other things that are coming on strong. Mm -hmm. uh, so you look at RSP, you know. Uh, in addition to the Russell 2000, RSP kind of has a similar look, very strong on Friday, not as big today, but certainly, you know, not as bad looking as the NASDAQ and the S&P 500 themselves. Uh, QQEW, um, not down as much as the NASDAQ or the NASDAQ 100. Um, and if you look at the advancers versus decliners, I'm looking at Thinkorswim right now, and I'm actually seeing more advancers than decliners on the NASDAQ Uh exchange um, and about even almost exactly even uh, for the for the New York Stock Exchange so uh, there's a little bit of rotation going on here um, mm -hmm. you know we're, we're seeing small caps come on maybe some of the things that have been out of favor uh, coming on a little bit stronger um, so that's that's definitely something to watch right and uh, before we move on from the Russell, what do you think about the action here today for small caps, given with what we saw with the 10-year? Well, you know, the 10-year, the, the fact that the 10-year was up a little bit and the Russell 2000 was still able to make um, make progress, I think just got, kind of goes to show you that right now the the magnet is to the upside for the Russell and, and the small caps. Um, the the damage has kind of been done for the uh, for the ten year yield, and I think the the Russell and a lot of people are looking forward to uh, cuts happening, you know, sooner than expected, uh, rather than later, um, as early as March potentially. Now. I don't know if we're getting ahead of ourselves because the market has done that before where it was expecting cuts. I don't know if you guys remember this, but it was expecting cuts at the end of this year and that became squashed pretty quickly. So uh, just remember that you know the, when you're looking at the futures, uh, Fed fund rate and all of that stuff, these are things that can change a lot, very oh, news yeah. driven. Um, so this is why we don't try and prognosticate too far into the future. We're looking at what's happening right now in the market. Um, and right now, this isn't, I think, anything to be worried about. But 
you do have to be aware of that sector rotation that's happening under the surface to maybe just position yourself a little bit better. Right. Well said there. And in terms of the action or rotation in the tech area, I mean, we've seen the mega cap techs, a lot of them leading the action in November. So here as December gets further underway, seeing a little bit of a pullback, I think it's going to be an interesting week. Justin, mm -hmm. we have been in a power trend and this is the first test of the 21 day line here for QQQ. I know we're not quite there yet for the NASDAQ composite, but I think with a lot of those mega cap techs underneath the surface, as you mentioned, uh, whether it's Meta, whether it's NVIDIA or Microsoft, a lot of them are testing key levels, whether it's the 21-day line or the 50-day line. Uh, so whether this week will end up being a potential buying opportunity if they can bounce or a week to sell if they break and close week, I think it's, it's going to be interesting to watch as this week unfolds. I couldn't agree with you more, Ali. In fact, I'm going to start asking you questions. I think it's time for you to be on the hot seat because <laughs> you, your, your analysis is spot on right there. Um, so what do you think in terms of where that money could possibly go? Uh, what areas are you looking at? Well, I think right now I was encouraged to see the kind of close that we got today. So I think when we're in a power trend, that means that we are slowing our selling, giving our leaders a little bit of room. I think the last time I checked in on NVIDIA, it wasn't really bouncing quite like uh, maybe some of the others in the Magnificent Seven. Uh, let's check in on Microsoft. So yeah, clinging on to its 21-day line. So some of them look a little bit better than others. Uh, so I don't know. I mean, tech has been leading. So yeah. we'll have to see if this rotation is just a, a couple of days of rotation. I feel like maybe we saw that a little bit in 2021, if memory uh, serves yeah. me serves me well. Um, or it could be a little bit more prolonged, maybe instead of just bounces off of the 21 day or the 50 day, maybe these mega caps need a little bit more time to rest. Or if we are in a strong market, as you said, uh, which we'll have to see day by day, as that unfolds, maybe this week, these pullbacks and bounces could be buying opportunities for the stocks that have been leading. So right now, I think the jury is still out. Are these leaders going to continue <laughs> to lead? or And we're just going to add more uh, stocks to the party? It looks kind of like that's what we're seeing right now. But that doesn't mean that these stocks can't break as the week progresses. So I think we just have to stay nimble and uh, see what happens as this week unfolds. And I think that would be the ideal situation if, you know, everyone starts kind of partying together, right? right. And, and no one's left out of the, the game. But uh, as you said, you certainly do have to be ready for that rotation. Certainly, we were looking at gold, you know, like GLD, for instance, as, you know, a potential spot that was ready to take over. That was looking strong. That kind of took, you know, took it on the chin today. Oil, um, you know, if you look at OIH or uh, XPO, you know, USO, any of those, uh, You'd expect that with the OPEC plus cuts, uh, you know, trying to stabilize um, uh, prices, that there would be a little bit more oomph here, and that seems to be kind of giving way. Um, but you know, that that's kind of that shorter term uh, sector rotation. We'll have to see if something kind of goes lasting. And remember that you can have the indexes look very different from your portfolio sometimes. Right. So this is really about how you position your portfolio, and are you following and you know going where the strength is.
Exactly. And I, I mean, I think a notable area to watch right now, of course, is the small caps. Great to see that participation. And I think last week, uh, notable action for the Dow. And yep. it had a strong close as well. So we'll have to see if it can find a home above 36,000 or if it's going to pause here, pull back, hold above that 21-day line. We'll have to see. But it does seem like even on a, a down day like today, some encouraging action underneath the surface and seeing that broadening out of leadership. Yeah. But uh, again... I think it's going to really, you have to really look at your own portfolio to kind of make some uh, judgments here. If you're, if you bought stuff, maybe a little extended or maybe a little bit more recently, uh, you might have to trim some of those, but don't, yeah. uh, don't fall asleep at the wheel because there could be new opportunities uh, coming, or you might even have to buy back some of the things that you get shaken out of. That happens all the time. Yeah. Very, very well said there, Justin. Yeah. I don't know how Palantir closed, but uh, they weren't all winners today. And yeah. here's a great example of that. So yeah, it's all it all comes down to what's in your portfolio. I know you and I are both in this and selling. Um, mm -hmm. So this one did yeah. not bounce or recover off the lows today. Yeah. And again, one of the reasons why I was selling this, number one, hey, it's a volatile stock. Do I really want to be in something that volatile with extra volatility in the market? And number two, I didn't have much cushion. So, yeah. uh, you know, the things that I'm focusing on right now are the things I have more cushion on and that are holding up better. And certainly a stock that goes down uh, almost 10% in a day, which is not abnormal for it. Uh, that's not necessarily what I want to be right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. I'm just going to quickly cruise through some sector ETFs and then we can take a look at some individual names. So here's IGV down today, but off lows taking a hit of about 1.3% by sessions close. So an outsized decline here. Uh, so some selling in the software sector. But if you look at XSW, which does have uh, a little bit more uh, broadening Broad, of yeah. the holdings there, this one was up today by about 7.7%. So maybe further indication of that rotation out of some of those larger names. And IGV is very heavily stacked in your Microsofts, your Adobes, and uh, things like that. Yeah. So. Mm -hmm. Let's also quickly take a look at KBE. So bank stocks, uh, regional banks here, uh, continuing to look strong, extending gains, a really big gain on Friday and reversing higher today. So another potential area to keep tabs on, it looks like. Th th this one isn't the regional bank one. Um, this is the this is the bank's KRE is the regional bank one. Okay. Yeah, okay. So, I thought both uh, of them were regional. So yeah. that tricked me. So the yeah, S&P Bank Select Index. But they both look very similar. So uh, I, I can't fault you for getting them mixed up. Keep <laughs> me know, honest, Justin. Yeah, the, the, but the, the, the chart looks exactly the same. So you really do have participation from both of these areas. And you know, just for fun, let's go ahead and look at XLRE, XLRE which was the top uh, sector spider fund today. Um, that looks kind of similar too, that it's it had that strong Friday and following up today. Yes. Okay. More, uh, more stocks added to the party. We like to see it. Uber, let's go there, Justin. Not the best close here, uh, but still up 2.2% on the day in volume on news that it's going to be added to the S&P 500. So extending gains, I think it was up as much as 5% or something like that uh, at one point throughout the day. So it did close off highs. So I think there's a lesson here. I know on IBD Live, we had a number of folks asking us, you know, is this uh, the kind of catalyst 
and the kind of strength that I should be buying into. But if you look at this chart here, Justin, even when it was it was at the highs of the day, or I guess especially when it was at the highs of the day, this is a very extended stock. Absolutely. And so that's that's the warning. You know, don't buy extended because you can easily find yourself in a good stock that you're not able to hold because you didn't buy right. Buying right is half of the game or more than half of the game. If you buy right, it just takes care of a lot of your sell decisions for you. Um, so this is just kind of your reminder. If you have Uber, you know, this doesn't bother you, right? You're still up two and a quarter. Uh, you're not as bothered by this and you have a lot of cushion. Um, so, you know, congratulations to you if you have Uber, but this is not the time to be looking for, oh, was today a buy opportunity? It, right. it wasn't, it's already extended. Look for the pullback, look for, you know, and again, this is a strong stock. So I don't mind people looking at this, having this on their watch list, but it's not ready yet. You have to wait for that pullback to happen. Absolutely. Okay. Next on our list, let's take a look at BAH. A strong day here for the consulting stock up 2.4%. Didn't have above average volume today, but it did one day last week. And in October, some buying coming into the stock as well. So a powerful breakout here today, price-wise, maybe not volume-wise, above the 130 level, Justin. Yeah, and what I what I really like here is that you know you've got uh, two bases here. You know, one kind of a little bit on top of each other, went into the base a little bit, but look at the percentages. So the depth of that first base, base well, actually, let's go to the- Yeah, the yeah, I was about to say the same thing. <laughs> the 22%, um, you know, base, and then it has a 15% base, and then it has a 12% base. So they're getting tighter, which is a good thing. Uh, you've broken out of an area uh, that, you know, your classic cup with handle that it's broken out of now. Uh, this is something that does have some decent numbers behind it. Um, this last quarter wasn't great, you know, so that's something that you'd maybe want to dive into a little bit, but it's also in an interesting area. Consulting mm -hmm. doesn't really tell the whole story. Sometimes you have to read what it is that it does, provides defense, intelligence, and civil management and technology consulting services. Aerospace and defense, something that we talked about on IBD Live today, uh, it's it's one of the top industry groups. We're seeing a lot of the growth 250, uh, you you know, in there, when we build our IBD Live watch list, there's a lot of aerospace and defense that's coming up there. So the fact that these are consultants for that strong group uh, could have a little bit of a follow-on effect. So I'm always looking for things that might also benefit when there's a group move that you might not always think of. So I, I would put Booz out, uh, Alan Hamilton in that uh, camp. And, um, you know, the, the breakout right here does look interesting. And so this is a stock that's not extended, um, but is just breaking out, you know, today. Yep. Okay, last but not least, let's take a look at BLD. Now working on its one, two, three, four, five, sixth week up in a row, we've got an RS line blue dot, a positive response to the last earnings report in early November. And taking a closer look at the daily chart, really seeing it tightening up here, right below 300, broke out on Friday and extended its gains today with some volume behind the buying. Yeah. And this is what I wanted to point out here is this is why we look at uh, both weekly and daily charts, because a lot of times that weekly chart, having that many weeks up in a row would turn me off. But when I look at the daily chart, um, you know, sometimes it's just about where that Friday close was. Uh, mm -hmm. And when I look at the daily chart, I'm looking at that tight action and, you know, that does seem long enough to me. It, it seems like it did kind of pause for two, you know, maybe two and a half weeks there where it, it, it just stopped going. Uh, and it, but it didn't, 
give up any ground either. So normally we're not so excited about, you know, pullbacks to the 10 day moving average line. But in this case, uh, it, it really kind of gave the 21 day moving average line a chance to catch up to it. It paused at a reasonable level. You know, that 300 level was where a lot of congestion was previous. It's a round number. Psychologically, that does matter a lot of times. And then the way that it popped through there on Friday was very powerful. Good volume. It wasn't necessarily above average, but heavier than what we had seen uh, for the prior couple weeks. So I think a lot of that action was was very positive, especially the strong move it had off the bottom and then the fact right. that it digested those gains. So this is the kind of stuff that we're looking for. Um, still buyable here, but getting extended. So you don't want to wait too long. Um, and this is the way a lot of the real estate stocks look like, whether it's the you know PHM, very similar, uh, something that was probably covered last week. DHI was covered last week, I know, by Ed. So you know these all have a very similar look. So I think these are still, still potentially viable. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and here's a look at XHB adding to its gains after breaking out on Friday. So definitely an area to watch. All right, thank you, Justin. And thanks to everyone, of course, for tuning in. We will be back with more tomorrow morning where, if we didn't mention it enough times, IABD <laughs> Live. We have lots of great conversations every morning where we are talking about stocks and the market in real time, trade ideas, market direction, portfolio management tips, what the team is thinking about. So much great stuff with 90 minutes of unscripted conversations, no commercial breaks, lots of great stuff. We hope you join us, investors.com slash Live for all the details on that. We will see you there and we'll also see you right back here tomorrow at the close. This show is for informational and educational purposes only, and nothing should be construed as a recommendation to buy, hold, or sell any securities. Any securities and investment strategies discussed may not be suitable for all investors. Make sure to consider consulting with your financial advisor before making investment decisions.